0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with my bro, Foots the King, Cowboys Nation TV. What's going on, Foots? Joe Rod, Joe Rod, it's time to rock, it's time to roll.
1: It's game week, okay, we're in full effect. I've been pointing everybody here on my videos um, and we promised him, Joe, it's here. We're going to be consistent. Nobody else is doing podcasts like this. We're at it two times a week, all right? That's a lot for us, especially because we're doing all the content on our channels. So, Joe, I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm not even going to talk to you. It's fun. here.
0: It's here. You know, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a long off-season, but... It seemed like it was never going to come to an end, but here we are, man. Week one, Carolina Panthers. How do you feel about the roster as we hit, as we go toe to toe with the with the Panthers, Joe?
1: I think we gotta take a step back before we get into Panthers talk. And like you just said, how do I feel about the roster, Joe? This was one of the more like every year you have surprising cuts. This was one of the more, to me, I was like, whoa, whoa, wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel on that, but obviously the big one is Dan Bailey. Um, but just kind of like the maneuvering with Lenore. And I kind of hit it on the D-line play that those guys will be out. Um, but, you know, Joe... This team is letting, you know, the world know that, number one, I didn't even realize that there was a kicking competition, like, at all. Like, I don't know if you were aware of that, but I wasn't at all. So the fact that I see that Dan Bailey's cut, but I'm going to do it right now, and I'm going to give you a lot of respect and props because you – called it. All right, Joe's whole thing was, for those of you listening, Joe's whole thing was, man, I'm worried about damn baby. My whole thing was, Joe, why are you worried about damn baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, Like, why? Mm-hmm. What real reason do you have to be worried about damn baby? Now we see why. Um, It sounds to me, Joe, from everything that I've heard, that the confidence things really bugged
0: Dallas.
1: Yeah. Um it you know, and I don't want to spend, you know, fifteen minutes on a kicker, but it's an important position, Joe. And it's an important position when you think about the way that the Cowboys play ball.
0: Exactly. That is that's the that's that is the key right there. That I swear that is the absolute key. How they play ball, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, their strategy yep. is always to come out with points. You know, like, we're going to do this. I, You know, I always wonder, like, do they play, like, a numbers game, like, the probabilities, you know what I'm saying? Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Because you're right, man. It sure seems like that. Like, if we're going to play probabilities, you know, down in distance, who you have on the field, who you're going up against, you know, that, that kicking game becomes very important to them, you know.
1: Extremely important, Joe. I mean, hello. So then you, and then so now you're telling me that Brett Maher, and I'm finding out more because obviously you better know more. Mm. Um, he floated around the Canadian Football League, Joe. Were you aware of that? Yeah,
0: yeah, CFL guy. Okay,
1: there, so yeah CFL guy. They said he had a really good career up there, though. So that's good. Nonetheless, that's very good. All right. Had a very good career in the CFL, great. Now he's at the big leagues, and apparently just head to head, he beats out Dan Bailey. All right, great. Do you though, Joe, have any cause for concern? Was this over Garrett's head? Do you have any cause for concern that that says, well, yeah, he beat out Dan Bailey, but will he have the balls to be able to kick you know, Saturday evening against Carolina, when we're down two, and he's on the line. You know, mm-hmm. to the CFL when, when you know half the world's not watching. I mean, it's a lot on your shoulders being the cross-time kicker for the Cowboys. Um, and I just wonder, you know, did they give Dan a fair chance? I didn't even realize the was the battle, Joe. Didn't.
0: I think I think I think it's been two years in the making. To be honest, man, I, I take it back to I take it back to uh, when we played the Packers in the playoffs. There were some misses there. Could, you know, if we could were it, there, Joe? Yeah, if we if we would have had some field goals, we wouldn't have been right there where we were at. Uh, so, and then they brought in Sam Irwin Hill. He was the punter, and he looked very accurate in 2017. They let him walk, and they kept Bailey. So then, when, when I saw them bring this guy in, you know, I thought I thought they would give Bailey another another uh, another season. But I tweeted, I was like, hey, let's keep this let's keep this uh, this this uh, Brett Mayer guy on the practice squad, you know. Because in the back of my mind, I was like, I just, you know, I just don't know, man. I I didn't have a good gut feeling about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't know. To me, it sounded like they were like, we're going to give, we're going to see, we're going to evaluate Dan kind of without him even knowing. That maybe not add pressure. And when he missed some field goals throughout training camp, the Seattle game comes to mind. Then it's just like, but I know this has split a lot of Cowboys
0: fans, so it really has. Um, It's, uh, been, it's been like that. It's, this has been a very polarizing offseason off season for Cowboys fans. You, you, you talk about the Leighton for Rashad Evans topic. You talk about, you know, the Dez Bryant Dak topic, you talk about the Witten tight ends topic, you got, you have a lot of polarizing topics, Rico Gathers, that's another one, and now, this is the most current one, Dan Bailey, right? So mm-hmm. It's been, it has, it's been a very, uh, and it's because the roster's been churning, and when you get the roster churning, you get a lot of conversation, and you get a lot of people on, on both sides of it, which is a healthy discussion, you know, so it, it's been a good discussion with fans, but it's been one of the more polarizing off seasons for sure, man.
1: Here's here's my here's my thing, Joe. Alright, so the same way you have a plan for Brad Maher, all right. Let's talk about a guy Enrico who I thought would even I didn't think he did enough to make the team. Obviously I'm wrong. And he did. All right, so you're going to carry – you have four tight ends now in this roster, Joe. Yeah. How do you justify that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is, man. I think – well, I think you justify it for now. And I would say that – I would almost want to say that, you know, this is still going to be a evaluation during the season, which sounds stupid, but I think it is because, you remember uh, – David Irving's got to come back. Someone's gonna have to come off the 53-man roster. So if they're looking at Dalton Schultz and Rico Gallers, or you know any any of those guys, none of those guys really impressed me, man. They none of them really. Nobody. You know Nobody. So it could be you know somebody's got to step up, or when uh, Irving comes back, one of them fools is gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely where you're gonna go light. Like. I mean, to me, that's what For I was say, sure.
0: right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, um, just especially because, you know, D tackle I'm not saying it's a position of concern, but I will say, um, to, to me, I just, like, I like, all right, so here's my thing, Joe. I like the fact that Dallas is saying, you know what, we really do we really do like we really do you know like Rico and we like what he can become but now watch this Joe how are you going to use him
0: all right yeah how are you going to use him how and do you trust him right <laughs> it's a big question mark <laughs> there's still questions there
1: <laughs> how are you going to use him
0: yeah i for me i mean And uh, I don't know, man, I think I think he excels in the jump ball and he excels in the you would think as as a red zone target. You know, although this this preseason was so inept, we didn't get to see a lot of that right now. It's just projection. You're projecting that Rico Gathers will be a red zone target. Right. That's what a lot of people talk about. But did we get a chance to see that we didn't, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. So it's a lot of projections still with the tight end position. Yeah, he's got the big, he's got the length, the size, the athleticism and that. But, you know, we just didn't get a good look this preseason, man. I, I it, it frustrated the crap out of me, man. It really did.
1: So you didn't get a good look. So now you're basically evaluating everything off of training camp, which is cool. Right. But you better be right. All right? You got to be right here, Joe. hmm Okay? You got to be right as a team. And and you, this is it for Garrett. You can tell. They're clearing things out. This is it for Jason Garrett. You can just tell, Joe. He's coaching for his job. I think a lot of us already knew that. But you making first his wins out, all right, on by his own doing. Then it's. And it's Desean is in, is no longer on the team. Then it's this. Then, so guess what? This is it for Jason Garrett because I think now, you know, whatever the case may be, you're gonna you're gonna have to find a way. They're, they're basically they're clearing out. This this is the last who Rajo. So moving all of these older guys, these veteran guys. I think what Dallas is doing is saying. If we do move to a different coach, we still have this youth movement in place, and we have cut all the fat. Because I mean, the Dan Bailey cut was crazy to me. So we'll see, Joe. We will see, man. Um, I thought that I thought it was telling that we went heavy and long at linebacker,
0: Joe. I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you what, man. That's gonna be next. That's gonna be next year's polarizing conversation. You know what I'm saying? Sean yeah. Lee, Sean Lee. That's gonna be it. So you fans out there, get ready for another crazy conversation, polarizing conversation with Sean <laughs> Lee next offseason because it's coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joe, you ain't never lied, Joe. Nah, seriously though, because I'm gonna tell you why. You got to figure out what if, if Sean Lee. I don't even know his numbers, but if you want to pay him, number one, all mm-hmm. right.
0: Yeah. Number, number two,
1: yeah. Number two, you're gonna have to figure out what you want to do with Jalen. All right, I think Jalen's up. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I think we get an extra. I think we get an extra season on his on his contract with the uh, with the missed with the IR redshirt year.
1: Okay. He didn't approve okay. anything
0: okay. on that one. Yeah. It's similar to what what's happening with. Uh, with uh, Randy, he hasn't accrued enough. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay. Which makes sense because he didn't play. He rushed, like you said, rushed this first year. Okay, so you're good there. Sorry guys, I struck out there. But no, and that's why Joe Joe always saves me. He, so anyway, I think the the linebacker position. And I'll tell you why else is interesting. All right. It's interesting because it tells you everything you need to know about Leighton Vanderst to me. That they kept Chris Keverton, they kept Marshall Lillard. I just don't think he's ready. Um I don't think he's ready, Joe.
0: Yeah, it's and like that, it, that's it, it, something Yeah. Like are you getting are you like is Chris Richard gonna be in charge of creating packages for him? Or what is the deal there? Like I, I, I really want to know what what is the plan for him. You know, nobody. Knows. Yeah,
1: nobody knows. Nobody's really seen him in live contact, and in in, in live. You know, in live combat. Because to me, Leighton again, I will preach this till I'm till, till till I'm blue in the face, Joe. But linebacker, either you know it or you don't. Mm-hmm. All right, either you can play, or you don't. I mean, yeah, development, but. You shouldn't need too much doggone development. I mean, and so what's going to happen is this going to get tossed in a line of fire and things are going to be really fast. Really fast, Joe. And I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that it's not too much for him. All right. You know, you don't want him week one, Sean Lee goes down and he's out there trying to cover Christian McCaffrey on a wheel route. Mm-hmm. That could be scary. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That could be scary, Joe. That and would be. I don't be. know if fans. Yeah, I don't know if fans have really had a chance to let that sink in. But I think your first off the bench wouldn't even be. him. It may even be Covington, and that's not good. So it's just something to think about here. It really is. You know.
0: Yeah, that that defense. It's it is pretty stacked though. You got you gotta like Joe Thomas there. Yeah, he's he looks very serviceable if if and when Shawnee gets dinged up, so
1: Yeah, no and so I guess you know, to kinda hit on the good, that's definitely good. Alright. You're it's very good that Joe Thomas came out of nowhere. I mean it's not good. It's great because he's definitely an in insurance policy. I mean, he looked like some this offseason though. So he did. Um. So, Charlie. I mean, Joe Thomas looks like a player. So you're good there, backup wise. Now the main thing is, what 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 does this D line do for you, Joe? Linebacker's good. You know, Leighton obviously not good, but you have young players stepping up. What does this D-line do for you,
0: Joe? I think this D-line is going to bring a lot of pressure to the quarterback. That there's going to be you, – you you, have better you have better players on the line. So, to me, to me you're going to open up to some more opportunities for, you know, Demarcus Lawrence. I think he's going to see some more one-on-one instead of getting double teams like he has been. So, that price is going to go up. That price is going to go up, man. He's going to get – the same amount of sacks or, or more and that he's you're gonna be looking at you know, some crazy contracts like Leo Mack or Aaron Donald that's that's where the league's going right now. Uh yeah, guaranteed money. Yeah, guaranteed money, defensive players, they're premium guys, man. That, those D line players, they're they're premium guys, so get ready to pay the Piper.
1: <laughs> oh you are gonna pay. Um No, yeah, I think that's a good hit right there, Joe, because, again, it's like you said. This team, all right, so when when you think about double teams, right, you think about if you want to sit over there and bring a chip to D-Law, from from all accounts, from everything that Randy Gregory has shown me, it's going to be hard with him. It's going to be hard, you know, because D-Law can rush from either side now. He's going to be coming off that left side. Randy on that right. Good luck. There aren't enough good left tackles in the league. He was given. listen, he was given. Tyron Smith fits. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. And, and Tyron Smith is well-respected around the league as a top. I mean, come on. He's a top five tackle, even if you're not a Cowboys fan. Even if you hate everything about the Cowboys. If you know anything about football, you know that Tyron is, you know, come on. If Randy Gregory is giving him fits, and he's coming in and they're chipping him on, you know, what, what was that, the Arizona game or whatever game that was, and they're throwing him a chip and he's still beating it, teams are in trouble, though. Teams are in trouble on the D-line, which could really, you know, alter the play of this whole defense because that D-line is super stout. You're not as worried about any position because everything starts up front, both both sides of the ball. Everything starts
0: up front. Hey, Folks, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, okay? Uh, All right. Ta- taking a quick look at, at the the secondary, you know, Byron Jones or Cheeto Wuzier, who's gonna have a better season in your eyes?
1: Health, health, health excluded. Cheeto Wuzier, not even close. Yeah, and, and Byron will be solid, but I think Cheeto will have that year that we just say, wow, yeah. we haven't had this since Deion. Right. Um, and health excluded because Cheeto does have some health. He's just a different player than Byron as far as the way he looks and approaches football is just different. He's special. He's special in that regard that it's like he has a mentality that you can't coach. Um, he does it on his own. He comes up, he makes tackles and he's not just trying to you know pussyfoot around. I mean, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to clean you to say the least and again it's one of those things where I and listen, by all accounts, I think Bowers is going to have a, I think the secondary is going to have a great year cuz they're playing with confidence. Even if they make a mistake, Chris Richard is going to coach confidence, confidence. And even when I'm coaching my kids, you know, my seven-year-olds, confidence. It, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Confidence is a beautiful thing, Joe. So I think that they'll both do well. I just think that with the way Tito's play style, he's just going to be in great, great shape. He really, really is, Joe. Um, and it's exciting because we haven't had a player like that since Deion. We haven't. Um, yeah. We haven't had a corner like that. I mean, Terrence Newman was okay, but he wasn't I me. Mean, I, I'm talking about Cheeto having, like, six picks. I'm talking about, you know, a bunch of – I'm talking about eventually him being a guy that quarterbacks don't even try. Yeah,
0: that's that's, that's, that's exactly that's what thing. I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah so, all good. things the same. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Since we're since we on roster, right? Yeah. I'll I'll throw one back your way. All right, both players. One has has been a little bit better, but both players have had decent off-seasons. One just got hurt. But let's ask this question, Joe. Health permitting, who has a better year? Ask Woods or Jeff Heath? Jeff Heath, before you answer, Joe, Jeff Heath has grown on me so much that I look at him as almost like a leader of this team. So who has a better year, Joe?
0: I think it's gonna be Jeff Heath. And I and I, I promise you that anybody that's followed my blog or, or my early videos knows that I've never really been a big Jeff Heath fan. But Okay, that's great. La- Last season I think he kinda started selling me a little bit more. Um, you know, he's just and then I think the narrative of he's he's in the he he, he just gets lucky or he's in the right place for, at the right time. I think he just knows where to be. You know, I, I think that I think really that's what it is. He just knows where he's at. He's a veteran on the team. I don't think it's luck. He he knows where to be. So you know, and he has led the the Cowboys twice in interceptions. Um, so there's something to that. You know, there's something to that for sure. And uh, I agree. He's got he's deceptively very very quick and fast out there. So. I like it, man. I'm going with Heath myself, and like I said, you know, I never thought that would come out of my mouth, but that's, that's where I have it. Heath.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of a cop-out for people to say he's lucky. Listen, right. There ain't no such thing as luck in the NFL. Let me tell you that now, because the fact of the matter is the players are just too good to be lucky. So mm-hmm. you can sit here and you can say luck. No. no, that's that's a false. So again, it, it goes back to what you're saying, Joe. Heath, Heath is putting himself in these positions. Right. It's not luck. No no, no no, no, it's not luck, all right.
0: Mm-hmm. Jeff
1: Heath is putting Jeff Heath in these positions and I think it's a mix of well Jeff Heath knows the defense number one. He can play both safety positions number two. And he has developed, all right? So Absolutely. So we're just talking about the linebacker position. And, no, like, linebacker, you need to kind of know what's going on early on in your career, to me. But when you think about Heath, Jeff Heath has developed. Coming from a smaller school, all right, maybe a little wide-eyed when he first got in the league, to now, man... Mm-hmm. Jeff Heath is a whole different player. So that's that. That's what you call true development. That's what you call true confidence. And I agree. I love X Woods. X Woods I think X Woods is still going to be a good player, but I think if we're talking about who has a good year, especially if they let Jeff Heath kind of come play down by the box, if like if you can trust X Woods, Joe, and single high, and you can get out of that cover too a little bit, and come let Jeff Heath come up and, and, and tackle, I think you'll be in really good shape. I really do.
0: Well, I agree, man. I mean, I, I I like her secondary. I like the players that we have. You know, I I would say my only question right now would be Woods because he kind of missed some time there. But, I mean, you know, he, he look good in camp and and that kind of thing. But we'll see how it holds up.
1: We'll see how it holds up, Joe.
0: Let me ask you this, folks. Let me ask you this. So, we know, like, the last two seasons, uh, Ezekiel Elliott kind of takes a little bit to get going. Do you feel that this will be the year where he comes out the gates full speed? Or do you think we're going to see any kind of rust? Or is he good to go? What's your gut feeling here on the Carolina game?
1: Joe, I think that Zeke has had it in his mind since being really – ostracized from the league for something he didn't do. Right. That that he's gonna come out and just wreak havoc on this league. He's gonna run angry. He's in shape. He got through we gotta give Z credit, man. He got through this off season with no mess. All
0: right? Very, very awesome. big time. Yeah, you're absolutely right, folks.
1: It's huge. So I think off the strength of that, um you know, I think if nothing else I think, yes, I, so to answer your question, Joe, yes, I do think that Zeke will hit the he will hit the ground running. I mean, you know, and now, and I guess we'll transition to, to Carolina's defense on Thursday or the next time we talk, but it's a good defense that we're playing, all right? Got one of my favorite players in the league on it, but I think that Zeke is hungry right now. I really do
0: isn't that a beautiful thing about the NFL I, I will say this about the NFL you know you, you you can love your team like we love our Cowboys but at the same time you can you can have uh, a following of a of an individual player because I know you like Keekly, right love Keekly. and that's me too man I, I like Keekly. like if I'm watching them playing somebody else he's he's the kind of player like man I wish we had him on our team like, like you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah Just the way he plays Football though He he just seems like A very smart Physical player Um, But yeah I I just want to say that man The NFL It's fun man That's why people Miss it You know It's like a drug When it's not here You're just fiending For any kind of news You can get
1: Yeah I mean definitely do I love this league I mean It's my reality show It's my thing And I think You know We'll see it on Sunday man 4 o'clock Let's go
0: Let's, let's, go, go,
1: Joe. let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, let's go, let's let's. You know what, Joe? I don't know where you're about to take us, but I think we need to get into this Carolina offense. What do you think?
0: Yeah, let's hit on. Let's hit on it here. We can we can talk about Carolina offense. Let's hit it up.
1: So to me, Joe, keys to the game. Hundred percent keys to the game. There's three players that you're gonna be one to look for. And ultimately identify when you're talking about this Carolina offense, all right? That's gonna be Greg Olson. That's gonna be Cam Newton, the quarterback, which you're gonna be looking at most quarterbacks, but then that's gonna be then there's gonna be um, Christian McCaffrey, all right? C Mac. Okay. Um, you gotta get those guys in order. You gotta have a plan for those players to me. Uh and I think that the one that scares me the most, Joe, is Christian McCaffrey. Only because I love our linebackers. I just don't know if they've seen speed like this. What do you think, Joe?
0: Yeah, C-Mac, I think he's... I think the way they wanted to utilize him not sure they didn't get to. And I think bringing in North Turner, I think that he is a way better coordinator than what they had before. So I think... He knows how That's to utilize. Really yeah, he knows how to utilize the weapons. So Cowboys are gonna have to stay. You know, they're gonna have to stay on it, man. So, but that being said, it is a North Turner offense. So our defense, you know, there's a lot of uh, crossover from what Linehan and, and Garrett do. You know, with with what what Turner does. So there's gonna be some similarities there. So that kind of helps the defense too, I would think. But. Uh, yeah, man, C Mac all the way. Uh, it, but it's 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 the thing about Cam is you you can rattle the guy, man. He's he's a very uh, I don't know how you say it a uh, mental, he's
1: very sure, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's something about his game where if you can get into his head or if you can throw him off rhythm and frustrate him, I think you're gonna have issues. And I think that's where the Cowboys defense may really put it to Cam, where we're shutting down these receivers, not going to have anywhere to throw it to, he's going to be on the run, you got your left tackles out for injury, you know, you're, um, it, I mean, I feel good going into this game, man, I really do. I like their weapons, but I like our defense better. Yeah,
1: I mean, to me, you can, yes, that's the word, Joe. you can really man, rattle, to me, Cam, I won't say he's going to rattle himself, but Cam is one of these guys where if, if nothing else, Joe, if you just make him stay in the pocket, right, stay in the pocket, stay in the pocket, he won't make every throw. Like, there are quarterbacks who make every throw. He's not one of them. So I think that if you just look at it like that, obviously get to him. But the problem with him is he's a really good athlete, which we obviously know. So, you can't rush
0: uncontained or else you're burned.
1: I think you rush contained, Joe. I think you win this game.
0: That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what's going to be the key of this game. Joe,
1: let me ask you real quick before you make that next point. Does it bother you that Dallas doesn't
0: that this is an uncommon opponent that they're starting the year with? Nah, it doesn't bother me. It's, um, I think it's a good test right out the gate. You know, I, I have a lot of respect for Ron Rivera's teams. I think he does a good job having them prepared, especially defensively. And, I you know, bringing Turner in, I think, makes him a better, it makes him a formidable opponent. You know, by, by no means do I think the Cowboys are going to blow them out. I think this will be a close game. Uh, but if we get after him, it might it may not be. You know, if we get good field position, Zeke eating that clock, pounding the ball, tiring them out, putting rod sprinkling rod smith, and you're in trouble. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see, baby. I'm just ready to get this game going, man. Just thinking about it's got me pumped right now. I completely agree, man. Um gotta watch Greg Olson.
1: Um Funches is a good player, and great now, but he's a good player. But to me, again, Cam C-Mac, Cam C-Mac, Cam C-Mac, Cam C-Mac. Got to know where these players are at all times. You have to. And that's the facts.
0: And we'll get a look at D.J. Moore, the rookie, the one that, you know, there was an attachment there during the draft with the Cowboys, D.J. Moore, or, uh, you know, the Alabama receiver, Calvin Ridley. You know, that was a big discussion. So we'll get a look at D.J. Moore. We'll see how he looks in the NFL, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we like D.J. Moore.
1: Well, uh, Well, You were high on D.J. Moore, huh, Joe?
0: I like them. I know the Cowboys had interest in them, too. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what he can do.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, the thing is, I don't know if he'll be starting. I know Tory Smith is over there now.
0: Yeah, I don't think he'll be starting. His, but they might get a, a sprinkle here and there and see what he can do.
1: Yeah, will give him a bump. I mean, we'll see, Joe. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things to me, Joe, that um, I think that Dallas, they go out, they play the way they want to play and make Carolina defend them. I think we'll be in good shape. I don't want Dallas to try to throw the ball all over the yard. I want there to be opportunistic passing. You're gonna have to throw the ball some because what what Carolina's gonna do and with a player like Luke, they're gonna crowd the line, all right? They're gonna over pursue the run game. And a lot of teams are gonna do that. Some teams will have the personnel. Like, and that's a good point too. Like, everybody knows Dallas is gonna run. Can you stop it? Mm-hmm. Carolina has the personnel to stop it to me. Now, can Michael Gallup go beat corner on a slant. Can Alan Hearns make a play or two. You know what I mean, Joe?
0: That's what it is. That's what it is. Somebody's got to beat their their one-on-ones out there for sure. Mhm. Can we we can't get shut down because I like I said, you know, and fans they they'll be <laughs> merciless. If we come out here looking <laughs> looking like crap on offense, get ready, man. Because it's going to be Jason Garrett on the hot seat. Let's get Scott and Han out of here. We shouldn't have let Witten go. We shouldn't have let Dez go. Like, it'll be a whole disaster. So, I, I want to avoid that. And I think the Cowboys will. But, you know, that's, that's just the way fans can be, man, depending on how this game goes.
1: Oh, it'll be merciless, like you said. It won't be, you know... Like, he, like, oh, yeah, we'll give him time. Oh, no. Like I said, Garrett's coaching for his job now.
0: That's right. I agree, yeah, man. I, I totally agree.
1: He's coaching for his job, Joe.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if he, if he comes out waffling around, we lose, and, you know, the team doesn't look inspired, doesn't look affected, I mean effective, he could get the plug pulled on him quick because in the NFC this year, you can't waffle. Every team is too deep. Every division is too deep.
0: Yeah. Let's hit on this real quick, Foots. Uh talking about the division, and then we can close it out with this. What's your gut feeling on how the NFC East is gonna is gonna play out? Who do you think is gonna be there? Who do you think is gonna kinda be there at the bottom, you think? Gut feeling?
1: Um really toss up between the Skins and the Giants, all right. Offensively, the Giants' O-line sucks, and I think Eli is a shell of himself. And Alex Smith is Alex Smith, no matter where he's at, no matter what jersey he has on. So <laughs> yeah, that's just the facts, Joe. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. Um, and I think that's why you had a team in Kansas City who was willing to move on. And watching preseason, now it is just preseason, but I do see why, you know, he has this label as a noodle arm because he just doesn't push the ball down the field. So, you know, we'll see how it goes, but um, I think that the Eagles with Wentz are a contender. I think that Foles took everybody by surprise, not this year. And I think that Dallas is the best team in the NFC East to me. So I got Dallas in the NFC East.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I, the, what I what I feel about the Eagles, man, is like I, I kind of feel like the same sentiment. You know, like you know the, the Cinderella story. The clock hits midnight. You know, Foles. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you got Wentz in there. Can he stay healthy? Is he gonna be another Bradford? It's like I always I'm very hesitant on these quarterbacks that are small built on the lower bottom like a Wince, like a Bradford, like a Deshaun Watson. Like, I feel like, you know, they have good arms. They got good whip on the ball. But when they get moving, like, they're structurally not completely there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, to me, it's one of those things I think that will be good, Joe. Like, it's all in all, Joe, all this coverage that we provided and all of this stuff – I'm just ready to
0: get this season started,
1: man. It's here. Yeah. It's here and then guess what? It's not going anywhere, baby. Let's go.
0: Oh, so yeah, so I think that's it, some. So we'll hit it back here uh later in the week. I think I'm, I think we're gonna shoot for Thursday, right? So we'll do that and we'll uh We'll do another dive here a little bit. We'll, we'll look on the uh, defensive side of the Panthers on the next episode. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all We're we have right now. on the Panthers, man. That's right. Hey. Yeah, that's
1: right. That's it, Joe.
0: You got any final thoughts, Foots?
1: Nah, man. Um, I watched the Little Cops football this weekend. Um, There's one player who really jumped off the screen. Nick Bosa looked really good. A bunch of you guys know him. That's the little brother of Joey Bosa. And his dad played in the NFL as well. Was a former first round pick. Um,
0: Nick, Nick Bosa. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, he's a beast, man.
1: That's all. That's, that's all a, I wanted to say. The Bosa brothers.
0: Beast. The Bosa brothers, man. Yeah, nah, that's that's good, man. I, I like that one there too. Um, I like Gary from Michigan. You know, you know, I've watched my boys play Michigan, but Gary, you know, did a pretty good job bringing pressure off the edge. Um, They got a linebacker over there, too. Michigan does. I think it's uh, Devin. Somebody. I need to go back and look. But those are two players that stood out to me. So, we'll keep trying to get these names together as the season goes on through collegiate football season. Bring you guys more names to be familiar with to look forward to the 2019 draft.
1: That's it, baby.
0: That's it, baby. But that's all we have right now, guys. We'll see you for the next episode. Peace. Uh...